Hey, that's Alex. Yay, Alex! That's Ben. Joey. Welcome to Rent Party. people on stage knew the words of that song. By round of applause, it was two. Your enthusiasm made up for it completely. It did, <laughs> kinda. <laughs> I am, uh, well, you know what? It was good, it was good, it was a good start. It was a good start, right? Right? Day, the song, yeah. this is huge. Wow, look at this, man. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the most people that have ever been on this stage. <laughs> and <laughs> it's too many. And you know what? I feel like in Trump's America, having this many white people uh, work for me is so nice. <laughs> it's very, it's very nice. How do you? Uh, it's been a rough week, right? Oh, it's been terrible. Honestly. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, ter it's been <laughs> fucking. It's a bad week, right? <laughs> it's been fucking awful. I feel like everyone in New York is like off in some way. Like, it, there, it's just like I. It feels like everyone's at a funeral all the time, walking yeah. around. And it, it, on the subway, so weird. There's this, I have this guy, he sells fruit on the sidewalk outside my apartment. I've known him for years. He's always in like such a good mood, cheerful, positive. Today, I walked past him. <laughs> I overheard this guy be like, hey man, you got anything organic? Nice fruit man lost his mind. <laughs> I wish I could make this up, he goes, this is not TV show called Girls. This is real fucking life. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's so mean. That's but so <laughs> true. Yeah. You, you know? know. You know my favorite thing about it about this week is hearing all the white people say, "Man, it's been a rough couple weeks," and I'm like, "It's been longer." <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I, I <laughs> it's been centuries yeah. but um <laughs> yeah a lot yeah no did. it's funny as someone like i have clinical depression so ever it's funny when like the country meets you on your level like all my friends are like it's just everything's so bleak i see no hope for the future i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah that's how it always is it you know what you it's know, wednesday on the, on the one, that's how we feel on the one upside uh women gay people Trans people, Mexicans, everybody in that general group of people, you all get to be niggas now, and that's great, right? <laughs> Finally, you made it. Native Americans, you guys were niggas way before I was, so if there are any of you left, congratulations, I don't know. It just like has the echoing to me of like, a very abusive relationship. Like everyone, yeah. everyone now is like, um, he's not like he used to be. That was just, he was just putting that on. He's different now. He's gonna be so different now. He's, he's more subdued. 
I hate when they say he's more subdued. Yeah, what, what? does that mean? Subdued? Yeah. That's <laughs> your selling point to me? <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, let's just give him a chance. Let's just all give him a chance. That sounds exactly like what I say to my family on Thanksgiving before introducing them to someone who's terrible for me. Yeah. And I know it. I'm like, okay, everyone, let's just all give him a chance. I feel like you give restaurants a chance. <laughs> I feel like with dictators, it's like... <laughs> You're the you're the food, you know. <laughs> it's I feel like we should we get something should bleak in him? the background, something bleak in like D minor, the saddest of all keys, you know, something like that. Is everyone on the same? We have any Trump supporters here? I They're swear like, to I'm God, I'm not gonna make myself known. I swear to God, if you looked at the poster for this show and saw my face and thought you were welcome here as a Trump supporter, you're so fucking wrong. Oh, man. I can't even believe you. That you would think, that you would, that you would think, you can come in here. I feel like I need to start singing the blues. I feel like, I feel like we need to start crying the blues a little bit. It I, is just a sad. It's a whole new world now. It really is. It's, it's bad. I don't know. Oh, dude, y'all know a whole new world. <laughs> They're like, no. <"Nope." laughs> no, no. Keep it going. Keep it going with that. Whole new a dazzling place I never knew. It kind of fits. I'm just getting it. It kind of fits. Thinking about it. So. It kind of fits. Man, it, it, what a what a bump. It's just a bump in the road, you know. It's only gonna change like the whole course of history for the rest of our lives. But it's you know, like just a, bump. a bump in the road. It's like a bump in the autobahn, though. Like where everybody's going like 300 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, yeah, you know the scariest road in the world? How about we put a pothole in that? <laughs> See how people take that. Oh yeah, let's give it a chance. Maybe, our maybe we can just swerve around it and then watch our cars fall into a river. <laughs> Somebody back here just say the word progress. Oh, <laughs> we got sound effects now, by the way. <laughs> This is the first time you've had a band, right? No, I've had a band at every show. I've um, been to every show. Ferris I've been has not to been every to any show. shows. This is Ferris' first time. <laughs> I've never had a co-host before, so my personal chemistry is, ooh. What does that mean? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to, do, how, to, how to speak to other people, honestly. I and disagree. So, I think you're great at speaking to other people. I'm good at speaking at other people. Okay. Like you see I'll what I'm doing right now. That's, that works. Take it. Yeah, it feels it feels good. I honestly, hey, how much time do I have left? How much time do I have left? <laughs> I'm kidding. Forty five minutes. I'm hosting great. the show. It's a, it's inside baseball. It's got um. Forty five. <laughs> Forty five. Uh, I feel like we're ready to start the show, right? You guys great. get. Do you guys get what's happening? I don't know. Do you guys what's understand happening? what's? I don't. You guys vaguely understand. <laughs> I feel like I'm literally the only person in this room that knows what this show is. So. Is it like there's something? Okay. There, let's there's hear, not, let's there, hear them out. All right. You know what? Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm very prepared. All right. So so we're gonna have a great show. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be big. We're gonna have a big. We're gonna have a, a great show. I promise. <laughs> it's gonna be a beautiful show with for miles miles long, and it's gonna be just a 
Amazing. It's gonna be All right. huge. You know what? My, I feel like I should get the voice down before I try to do just his words. It's the Trump thing. Okay. Um, the show we have we have these guys who are amazing musicians. We have five <laughs> amazing comics uh, who are gonna do. All right. You guys paid how much money to be here, and you did give me that. What, what, make all the noise that you can make in your bodies, guys. You got it so room full of adults, room full of adults, and that's what you got. That's all you can do. Let's do it again. Let's do it again until I'm happy. You guys do that. And you guys do that. See if anyone wears New Balances now. Oh, dude! I went to the doctor <laughs> I was just yesterday. Like peeking. She's like, "Oh, I got him." But I was doing it on the subway. I'm like, "I'm gonna. I know where I'll take out my rage <laughs> on anybody who's wearing New Balances." I uh, I went to the doctor yesterday. My nurse was a gay black man, and he was wearing New Balances. And I was like, "Hey, those shoes are gonna kill you. <laughs> those shoes are gonna kill you." It was like. It's like that Tracy Morgan bit about dudes with diabetes where they're like, he don't want that foot, because I'm going to take that foot. He <laughs> <laughs> don't want that foot. All right, okay, we can Sorry, get this show started, right? Yes. Let's do it. Let's get this show started, everybody. Your first comic of the night. Third, really. We got two right here. Third? You know you know how it is. I know uh, who it is. It's, yeah. Uh, Put your hands together. my Austin. best friend, Austin Shorty. Guys, uh, keep it going for Doye and Farah and the band. Keep it going for yourselves. Uh, keep it going if you ever faked a jellyfish thing to get someone to pee on you. Anyone ever done that? You ever been that sexual deviant at the beach? I got one. The rest of you? I uh, let's see. I am uh, 24 years old. This is what 24 looks like now. It's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> Can you imagine anything worse than living in Trump's America looking like this at 24? Okay. it's <laughs> my one Trump joke. Um, yeah, I don't know. This sucks. I feel like I got uh, all my parts like just on a lease from God, but I brought him like really shitty credit. So he just gave me like the Chevy Cobalt of bodies. <laughs> Like everything functions, but no one's ever like seen a cobalt going down the street being like, that's a fucking nice car, dude. I don't like that <laughs> fucking sweet car. I don't know, it sucks being 24 and already looking like a divorced dad. That's <laughs> something I struggle with. I'm like a tank top and a high life away from just skipping t-ball games for some kid I don't give a shit about, you know? Well, did your mother come? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm from the South, uh, I'm from Atlanta, and uh, yeah, it's a cool place. Uh, a lot of people down there, especially the comedians, are uh, a lot of conspiracy theory nuts, and I love conspiracy theory people. They're my favorite people to hang around with. Not because I necessarily believe conspiracies, but I like conspiracy theorists, because they'll always tell you their conspiracy, and then at the end of it, they'll just go, coincidence? You tell me. And that's just their pin in the argument, like they don't have to make a point after that. Like I, like I was talking to a dude, he's like, well, just look at the back of the dollar bill, man. You got an eagle on there with 13 arrows in his claw. Guess how many members of the Illuminati there are? 
I was like, 13? He's like, nah, Hoss, 26. But 13 times two. I was like, you can't make me do math. That's out of the question. He's like, all right, well, how about 9-11, man? That's a big conspiracy. You know, everyone thinks that's an inside job. 9-11, you break it down, 9-1-1. Who were the first people on the scene? I was like, that's a bad one too, dude. The only way... <laughs> The only way that would be weird, kind of, is like if that shit happened in March and like the first people on the scene was the band 311, you'd be like, what the fuck are you idiots doing here? Did y'all do this? I'm not even completely convinced 311's not responsible for 9-11, like on some level. Like, you know, if Osama got a hold of one of their CDs, he'd be like, Amber's the color of what? I'm, no, too much freedom, guys. That's your favorite band? <laughs> you know, I've, shared, I've shared a lot of stages. I, I, this is so off topic. I, I was doing a show one time in, in the middle of nowhere, Georgia, and some dude, I did that joke, got so mad at me, and then he showed me his Familia tattoo during my set, which if you don't know, I guess that's like a 311 mating call, like you just scream that at the moon and then like a bunch of hula hoopers come out and fuck you, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to music. I don't care for it. <laughs> I mean, y'all are great. Um, let's see. I, um, I, I, this joke is uh, so old it could vote, uh, and it would have voted for Hillary. Um, it's a fuck, okay, so... This election sucked, obviously. Um, but before we knew Trump won, like, remember how you were excited because we were all sure Hillary was going to win somehow? And then didn't happen. That sucked. But, like, it was like that same feeling like when Obama won the first time and you were so pumped. And I was trying to think if there was anybody not on board with Obama and had, like, a good reason, you know? And the only person I could come up with was, like, the presidential barber. Because that's just something he's never done before. Like, that was a new day of work for him. Like, that guy had been cutting bush hair for 25 years. And then Obama comes in, he's like, hey, man, I got to be in the news tomorrow. Can you give me a quick lineup? He's like, I don't even know what the fuck you just asked me to do, dude. Can do a Nike swoosh on the side. Remember that week he had the Nike swoosh? Let's see. Yeah. I found my dad on Twitter recently. Um, I mean, I knew him before that, but I saw the real, the real him on Twitter, and he's a, he's a fucking nightmare. Um, he tweets at one person. He tweets at Lolo Jones. You guys know who Lolo Jones is? Olympic hurdler from the 2012 Olympic Games. And, like, known virgin. Like, she was, like, one of those, like, people who was like, yeah, I'm saving my body for Jesus' dick or whatever the fuck. And, uh... And my dad was like, I'm going to change that. So he started, like, tweeting, like, really creepy shit at her. Like, he tweeted at her. He lives in Atlanta, and he tweeted at her one time. He's like, hey, if you're ever in Atlanta, maybe let me buy you a Guinness. Ooh. I was like, what do you think the end game here is? Like, she's just going to be, like, wandering around the streets of Atlanta one night with just nobody interested in her. And she's just be like, oh, I'm going to take up the four-foot-nine French guy wearing Skechers. That's who I want to buy me a shitty beer. Skechers, by the way, I think what shoes would look like if shoes could have Asperger's. You know, like, like they're good shoes, but like socially, you know, something's a little off when you see those coming at you. Sorry to any Skechers wearers out there. I don't know. 
my dad, he's a weird dude. Um, we used to have three dogs, and uh, we used to have two pit bulls and one teacup chihuahua named Mimi. And uh, Mimi passed away a couple of years ago. Because um, the dog weighed 35 pounds. You know, it wasn't a teacup. That's a big gulp chihuahua at that point. You know, that's a big fucking chihuahua. And it died around 12 years old. And I was the first one to come home and see that the dog was dead. Uh, it was super fucking dead. And I, I come in and I like, call my dad. I'm like, Dad, we got a dead dog on the loose. You got to come take care of this. And uh, he comes home. And he walks over to the dog. And he bends over, he picks it up by the tail, which I thought was rude, you know? Like a dog we've had for 12 years, he's treating it like it's a damn possum that snuck in, you know? And so then he takes the dog through the house to the garage to the outdoor trash can and throws it away. No bag. Just rude behavior. And so at this point, I'm like, I gotta call my mom, get her involved. So. I call my mom, and I'm like, hey, I got really bad news. Mimi passed away, uh, but there's a silver lining. Dad took care of it. He threw the dog away. Would you like to speak to him? <laughs> and that's when I'm like, okay, so I told you, my dad's from France. I hand the phone to my dad, and I hear through the phone my mom go, look, I don't know how the fuck they do things in France, <laughs> but here in America, we don't throw animals in the trash, so when the guy comes on Tuesday, he thinks we're some Ted Bundy family just experimenting on little creatures. So then I get to watch my dad walk back through the house to the outdoor trash can, and I just gotta like root around for it. Like he finds it, it's got like a Coke can on its snout, it's like covered in mashed potatoes and shit. <laughs> and now like he's walking it to the to the backyard to bury it, and like the whole time I'm just thinking like I'm supposed to look up to you, like I'm supposed to like want to be like you one day, <laughs> you know? And I guess now he like feels bad, so he's like you know he's like. Uh, go get the shoebox or whatever the fuck he sounds like, some trash like that. <laughs> and so I go get a shoebox out of my room that says Puma on top, and my dad takes a black Sharpie and crosses out the word Puma and writes the word Mimi. <laughs> like we were gonna forget, you know? Like, you know, when the great flood comes and the graves all rise, do we just bury shoes out here? <laughs> so that was rough. <laughs> Y'all fuck with Kathy Bates, y'all know about her? <laughs> Segways are for real comedians, all right? Y'all know about Kathy Bates, though, for real? American Horror Story? That's a show she's on, I'm not calling her that. Uh, she's, uh, she's like an actress, she was in Misery and Fried Green Taters or whatever it was, and uh, she's, um, she's like an actress who's like very well respected and uh, you know she's won a lot of awards and I don't, really understand why, because in my opinion, Kathy Bates has never acted a day in her life. She always just plays Kathy Bates on every fucking thing she's ever been. Like, the best example I can think of is Titanic, where you have a boat from England with 1,500 English people on it, except Kathy Bates, for some reason. She's just still, like, some southern lass just on there. And, like, you know that's not how James Cameron wrote that script. Like, he came to her and he was like, can you play like a duchess or like an English noblewoman? And she was like, I think I'm gonna play this as Kathy goes on a big ass boat. I just like spit, <laughs> chewing tobacco on his foot. I'm gonna play this as Kathy goes on a big ass boat, boat go baba, Kathy gets away in the end. That's how I'm gonna choose this role. There's one more joke I want to do, but I cannot remember it, so I'm going to consult the phone real quick. Ah, yes. How could I forget? 
so for the past month, um, I haven't had any money. Can anyone relate? Anyone? Okay. Yeah. I haven't had any money, and uh, I've been like struggling to find things that I can eat for no money. And uh, mostly what I keep coming back to is bologna. Uh, bologna is really a catch-all. Oh, he going there. <laughs> no, it's good. It's a good meat. Uh, it's a good meat. It's a meat. Uh, it's not really a meat. It's like beaks and talons that they kind of grind up and give to you. And it's one of those things where, like, you can't buy it at the deli. You have to go to, like, the meat rack. <laughs> you know, like, there's, like, a deli where you can buy produce, like, nice things. And then there's the meat rack where you can get, like, vacuum-sealed wet meats. And that's where you can buy bologna. And it's... Here's why I choose bologna, because it's perfectly me. You know, like, there's ham and turkey and chicken next to it. But if you're like me and you can't make up your mind, they'll just mold all that shit into one fucking disc for you and just throw that at you, you poor piece of shit. Just eat this. And I've been trying to figure out, like, why bologna is always soaking wet whenever you pull it out. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> Where, like, you put it on a piece of bread and, like, you have to, like, dry your bread off after. And I can't figure out why it's always soaking wet. But I have figured out why it's shaped like a disc. It's because if you put it in a CD player and you press play, you can actually hear your mother telling you to go back to college. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it, guys. I'm not. I am too successful. And with that being said, I will leave you. Thank you so much. I'm Austin Stardack. Tonight show, like it's like you know what I'm saying. We, this ain't about race, but y'all see what I'm saying. One of the drug dealers in my neighborhood is going through a tough breakup, and it's not a good week for that. I know he's going through. A, he having woman problems because the music is changing. He got the best stereo system in the neighborhood, and I'm used to murdering, drug dealing, killing. Drake verse. That's a real song. I come in the house on Sunday, loud down the block, he's playing Mariah Carey's When You Left, I Lost a Part of Me. 
His ex did what police have not been able to do in 10 years, slow up weed sales in Bushwick. I don't know if she wears a cape or not, but damn. She's having an effect on my community. I don't, I'm not in love right now, I'm not in a relationship. Are you, you dating anybody? No? All right, I don't know if you want love or not, but this question has been messing with me all week. So I'll pose it to you to see how you answer. Would you rather have true love or headphones that last forever? <laughs> Think about it first. Think, I'm talking about you got an iPhone 56 and they still just, <laughs> right? Think about it. Head, I'll, I'll throw in a charge or two. True love or earbuds that just get you? Which one? True love. True? Earbuds, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. See, I didn't cause the argument between BFFs. I don't want this shit. I don't need it at all. Maybe if love could just be around when I needed it, like earphones, you know? Like in between stops or whenever there's an announcement, I could just pull out, <laughs> right? That's the only time I want love is to distract me from other dumb shit. Talking about being broke, man. I don't know if we got broke people in here. Make some noise if you've ever like. Oh yeah. You, okay. Well, let me ask you. Have you ever like slept in late? Like slept in real late because you couldn't afford to eat three times that day. Has anybody yet? Strict two meal budget. Your only alarm is alerts from Bank of America. That's what wake. Yeah. At three o'clock. Yes. You want to eat, but it's not looking good for that. I, uh, I was just on tour, okay? I was just really taking megabus to different cities, right? <laughs> and that's not really um, fancy <laughs> at all. I went through the South. <laughs> From the South, what part of the South? Alabama. Alabama. The capital of Alabama, Alabama is church, right? Like that's, that's the capital city, just worship service. Church is big in the South, people defend church. If you know anybody religious in your family, who you'll probably see next week during Thanksgiving, churches, people defend it to the death. And I grew up in church, and I don't know why my mom did that to herself, because kids already have a lot of questions. And then she throw in something that's inexplicable in the mix, right? Every church Sunday, we would have a collection plate for money going around three times to people who only at church because they don't have money, right? And they want more of it. And it was called offering. And I asked my mom, like, mom, why do they call it offering if they ask for it? <laughs> she had no answer. She's like, you don't want to talk about like sex or like what they I'm like, no, I want to talk about these taxes. That's what I want to talk about. I don't give a fuck if I'm six. I want to know. <laughs> church is powerful and people like believe everything in the Bible, even though they weren't there for it. And they'll fight like, no, Jesus died. And he woke up three days later and all that shit really happened. And it, I'll murder the shit out of you if you try to say that it didn't happen. I don't need to be there. King James told me. You take that same person, you show them a video of police brutality and they're like, nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You got like some different angles. Got another version? I can't just jump on board with your visual evidence. 
you. It take confidence to do stand-up comedy. And I was recently thinking, where do I get my confidence from? And uh, one person I know is my grandmother. She might be the first feminist I ever met. Black lady from Alabama. She, for 40 years, ran her own church. 45 years, had her own beauty salon. And also pulled a knife on the woman my grandfather was caught cheating on her with. <laughs> get you a woman that could do all three, right? She couldn't legally vote, but she'd get away with attempted murder. That's pretty self-sufficient, if you ask me. I got to visit my hometown, Chicago, and uh, I don't know, anybody here like a father who knows how to do everything in his mind, right? Like very confident dude. Yeah, yeah, he thinks he could do everything. Had an awkward situation. Every night I'm having dinner with my family. Also having dinner with us, young black dude who I had never met before, right? Nobody saying anything, he just passing around plates. Like an extra, like a plus one. I'm like, I get mad. I, I got mad because I thought my dad had a child out of wedlock, and he was slowly trying to work him into the family. Like nobody would notice, right? Like, a, like a new character on The Simpsons or some shit. So I'm like, Dad, who is this? Who is Poochie? Who is this young man with the backwards cap having dinner? And my dad says, I'm his mentor. <laughs> My dad is rearing another black dude like he killed it the first time. <laughs> I'm a 33-year-old stand-up comedian with four to six roommates. <laughs> I'm not saying my dad did a bad job raising me. I just don't know if he's ready for new projects yet. <laughs> See this first one through, you know? I got red arrow lines all through my body of work, you know? <laughs> Don't take me out that dress photo, sir. <laughs> I don't know, man, 2016, people keep talking about all the bad things that's happened so far. I'm a, I'm a music fan, yeah. I don't wanna leave y'all out. So I was most hurt about the death of Prince. Fucked me up. I lost my virginity to Prince. I lost my virginity to a Prince song. Let me be clear. Don't make me a hashtag that I didn't earn. Let me tell you what happened. I don't know how old the room is, but my freshman year of college, when I decided, or when we decided, that I would have sex for the first time, I had to make a fuck playlist. A fuck playlist is a playlist that you fuck to. You ruin your compact Rosario by going on LimeWire or Kazaa and just destroying your three gigabyte hard drive with illegally downloaded music, right? And I was a very confident virgin. My fuck playlist was three, no, 18 tracks long, right? I'm like, yeah, sex lasts about six hours. Oh, shit. First track showed how new I was to the game. First track, Prince. What Prince song? Do Me Baby. I did not last to the baby. I tapped out around do me. Then we just held each other like virgins do, right? 
I learned the importance of music, though. Music brings people together. <laughs> music brings genders, races, ages together. You might like the same songs a 98-year-old motherfucker. Y'all be like, oh, we gonna be cool, right? <laughs> like, some of y'all may work with people of a different race, and sometimes you gotta pretend like you like the music they like, even if you don't. And I've seen that happen. Oh, yeah, I love Drake. You don't love Drake that much. Not here behind your ear, love, right? Like, I'm like, I love Drake. No, you don't, right? I remember when I was a, uh, a junior in high school, I was sitting at the lunch table listening to my Missy Elliott CD, right? A friend of mine come up to me, he's like, Clark, have you heard of this band called Creed? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I love Creed. They're my favorite. <laughs> Just to keep shit cool. Take my Missy Elliott CD, I put the Creed CD in. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is you doing? He going to different music and shit. A week later, we're at the concert. And I fell in love with the lead singer of motherfucking Creed. <laughs> Scott Stapp! Put the voodoo on me. He stole an ad-lib that turned out to be the most confusing but useful ad-lib I had ever heard. Midway through the song, I'm at this concert at this place called The Metro in Chicago. He stops and he goes, <clears throat> No, 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 no. Yes, I did. What the fuck does that mean? I had no idea. I had no use for no, no, yes, I did. Until a few years later, I'm with a girl. She asked me if I came already. And the only thing I could think of No, 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 no. Yes, I did. I'm sorry, I was trying to take you higher and I fell off with arms wide. I made a playlist, though, that we can listen to and hold each other. Evan Clark Jones, thank y'all so much for listening.
That's great. I love a band. Yeah, it's so fun, right? Yeah. Why does it? Honestly, comedy's not a good art form. No, it's really not. It's very. It's By adding music to it. It really makes it what it's, it's supposed 100% to be, which is increased. everything should just be music, right? Anyway, we got more comedy for you. You guys ready for another comedy? Oh my God, the next comedian She's coming so to your fun. stage. This is my dad's favorite comedian. Yeah. That's right. He, he came to see me do stand-up for the first time last week. The first thing he says after was, that girl, Joe Firestone. Oh, wow. She was great. I'm like, okay, yeah. What about your daughter? She's like, he just, he loved Joe. Hey, Everyone, you know what? Mean to... We don't need we any don't more need words. It. Everybody make all the noise Guys, in your body please for... Please put your hands together for Joe Firestone! Thank you so much. Thank you. Could you guys take it down a little bit? Not all the way. Thanks. It's nice to be here. How are you guys feeling? Feeling good? You feeling weird? You feeling like you had enough election? Yes, good, good. That means you're human. I, uh, I feel like I don't like it when people. I just don't like it when people are saying it's the end of the world, because it's not. It's just the end of the free world. <laughs> That's different. But I've been going to uh, been going to uh, try to get uh, load up on doctor's appointments before Obamacare goes away. I went to the dentist, and uh, the dentist said I need to get a mouth guard to wear at night. Then I went to the psychologist, and he said I have trouble relating to people. And I said, you guys should talk. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, you guys remember when you wanted it to be over? That, oh, it's going to be over so soon. I can't wait. I remember thinking that. And it felt, and now I can't, I long for those days. <laughs> it kind of feels like when you go grocery shopping while hungry. And you end up making crazy decisions. And then you're on your walk home. You're, you're eating your Oreo thins that you bought on a whim. And you realize that they're terrible. And they're going to make a terrible president. And then you realize you bought four years of Oreo thins. Oh, and there's no return on food. <laughs> Anyways, um, I was thinking about the name Donald. I don't know many Donalds, except for the duck. And uh, I was thinking about it. You know when Donald was the most popular name in America? It was 1931. It was the sixth most popular name in America in 1931. Ever since then, it's kind of gone downhill. In 2015, it was the 413th most popular name. Now, this is, of course, only for white people. <laughs> but I did a little research, 
And uh, I thought I might share with you the most popular baby names from all the years. It's very interesting, the trends. Let's kick it up a little sexier. We're gonna get into some baby names. There we go. Those are the top names. Now let's go back a little bit. How about we go back to 1986? Was anyone born in that year? I was, all right. Boy names, we got Nicholas, Anthony, Ryan. Who doesn't know someone named Ryan, huh? Girl names, Jessica, Ashley, Laura. Who doesn't know a Laura? If you don't know a Laura, guess what? Your name is Laura. <laughs> All right, how about 1972? Let's go back a little bit. Can we get a little 1970s music going on? Yeah, sure, that works, yeah. Boy names, we got Brian, Jason, and Kevin. This is the popularity of the name Kevin. Girls, we got Stephanie, Christine, Tracy, and Dawn. Oh, Dawn is a very good name, and it's very out of style now. Let's go back in time a little bit more. 1948. There we go. 1948. The most popular boy baby names in 1948. We got Richard, Kenneth, and Dennis. Dennis was in style. We got Shirley, Betty, and Diane. What a group. Let's go back, 1910. I'm not sure what music's in. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's real good. 1910, the most popular names of white babies. Willie. Raymond, Clarence, girl names, Mildred, Dorothy, and Edna. Let's take it back a little further. 1880, let's hear what that sounded like in 1880. I'll wait. There we go. 1880, the most popular boy names. Frank, Henry, and William. The most popular girl names were Bertha, Ida, and Minnie. Take it back to 1842. The most popular
popular girl names. Mulga, Petrie, and for Cynthia. Boy names? Knob? Relish? And Cheryl. Keep it going, 1800. The most popular boy names were Cheddarth, Cuppeth, and Fern. The most popular women's names, Gingy, Lottie, and Sriracha. 1777. Pablo song? <laughs> you, you guys remember the early 2000s? Bethesda. Yeah. 
Bethesda, Sriracha, Monique. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get Monique. Oh, yeah, of course. How did that song go? How did it start? Honestly, is I don't... Is that 369, too? No. Or is that 369? Damn, yeah. Was that the same song? Different. Different. Those are, those, are those are very different songs, but I was, like, excited to get on Monique. If we were going to so do that. Sojera. Doye. You know them all? What? Come on, oh, let's, get some, let's get a little backing on this. Do you want it from the front? <laughs> this is me in middle school. Back! Break <laughs> down <laughs> like that! <laughs> Was it like Cassandra? <laughs> Beth! Do you have all their like, birth certificates? Is that Sarah! <laughs> oh, man. That is Elizabeth, <laughs> Karen, Gretchen. It's <laughs> like weird old lady names. Gerda. <laughs> oh my God. Ida. <laughs> I'll go back over Joe's list. Oh man. Shake it like a salt shaker. The same song. Shake it like a salt shaker. That's a, it's a very like a different song. Shaker. It's a very different from. No, that's a different song. How you like it? Oh no, that's yeah, that's Ying Yang Twins. We're talking Petey Pablo. This is still the one that's like, do you want it from the front? Can you take it from the back? And then we break it down like that. What are you breaking down? I don't know what we're breaking down. What's happening here? We could get a beat to break down. What'd you say? We gotta break the pussy? Oh, no. That's a nightmare. Can we hit it from the front? Can we hit it from the back? Can we hit it from the front? Can we hit it from the back? Can you hit it from the front? Can you hit it from the left? Can you hit it from the right? Can you break it down like that? Oh! What was the verse? Honestly, was that the names? Is there a verse? Is there a verse in that song? Like Joanne Fabrics Joanne? And then that's different from Three Six Not. That's her favorite song right here. That's Yingling Twins. Three Six Not. Yeah. Three Six Not. Damn, you're fine. Give it to me, suck it to it one more time. Oh, this was my favorite in high school. Try to win this. To the wall. To the sweat drop down and fall. This song fucking gets it. I, I fucking I love middle school, bro. To this. Fucking middle school is killing it right now, bro. 
It's killing From it. From the window to the wall <laughs> till the sweat drips down it. my balls. God, they don't make songs like that anymore. They just don't. Back in my day. Back in, back in my day, rappers, they rapped. Oh, man. <laughs> they rapped. They really spoke to what was going on, the political climate. Who is Lil Yachty? Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? It's taking on a whole new meaning in this new world. Right. To the wall. To the wall. All right. Yeah. Tell us more about your wall. What is, where is the wall? Who is it? What? Are you I in a house? I don't need to keep making it Are you in a house? Are I'll literally make anything political. I'm like, sweat drip down my balls? Yeah, you fucking wish! It's over. I'm I am like done. I am just like going to be angry for the rest of my life. And I don't give a shit. Do and know, I've decided I will never apologize again for anything. Did you know that? <laughs> did it. you know that the no Ying Yang twins actually invented HPV? <laughs> yeah, I have. And now that, suddenly yeah. everybody has it. Okay, white people, whatever. <laughs> everybody. Wait, Ying Yang twins is not people. the name song though, right? What? The Ying. No. The who sings that? The. Because I thought maybe song? they're just naming That's everyone who has HPV. To put it out as a warning. To Pity Pablo. That's Pity Pablo. Pity Pablo. Okay. And that yeah. Freakly. Was, is C, is that, that's why, a Sierra joint, right? Songs no. Now. What? No, Freakly? No, 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 no. No what? Sierra. Don't get mad at me. Like, <laughs> I think you should get mad. I honestly, we have more get important mad. things to be talking about right now than Freakly. I'm doing Disagree. you guys a favor. Disagree. Disagree. What? I think the uh, most important uh, thing... Our government is in shambles. Yes, we do. Yes, and the only thing that's going to fix it is the Ying Yang Twins. Honestly, We're going to bring them back. Honestly, Who do you think's going to perform at Trump's inauguration? Ooh. That'd be great. Pro probably, uh, probably Diddy. Sean, old Sean Diddy Combs. Oh, I just wonder, like, what artists are going to, like, align themselves with this. Like, yeah. you want to take your career to the next level. I bet. Honestly, Who's he going to get? I would believe it if the Yin Yang Twins did it. If Probably were... Chris Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's Chris Brown. It's always down for the I hope it's Chris now. Brown, because I want to see yeah. some real cognitive dissonance. Britney? <laughs> oh, my God. It, I mean, it does put a whole new level, too. Creed. Creed? Yeah. Yeah. Creed would be. God's behind you. Yeah. Oh, no. Dude. Would you guys play? What, what would it sound? All right. What would it, what would Trump's what would what would y'all play at Trump's inauguration? But if you had to, if you had to, because he'll make you. Yeah, we don't have. the original lineup. That's the name of the band. And the running joke is that it's never been the same people. <laughs> it's literally, uh, Joey, our bassist, has played now more than anyone on the show. And this is his third Give time. Give it up for Joey. <laughs> Joey's my boy. Joey's my boy. Joey, say, say a little something for the, for the people. Waka waka, who wants to hear a funny ass joke? Nobody! <laughs> Nobody should go to a comedy show. Where the, where the waka waka come in to play what? for that? 
Yeah, he knows what's up. Alright. Season four coming to the stage, Hulu. Don't forget I've been to the show many times. Plug your shit. You got stuff going on, right? I'm a classroom teacher. Oh, that's great! He's a sweet little boy. And you have that show uh, Atlanta on FX, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We just had our season finale, and I'm very proud of how it's, it's a running been. joke with uh, us. Don't my brother, my brother, out. my brother, whose name I forget, is a great writer on the show. He's amazing. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, and I, everybody, tune in for season two. Um, hopefully, I'll make an show. appearance. <laughs> You know, just write him a letter. Yeah, you Tell know him what? About the, you know what? In just the, yeah, the issues you've been having because of it. I'll, <laughs> I've signed at least one autograph in his honor. <laughs> <laughs> so there is an illegal Donald Glover autograph floating around. <laughs> no, this is a running joke with us. I that, but he does look like Donald Glover. Is that an inside joke with us? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a thing that Facebook. we... Facebook. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. What was your status about it? My status about it? It was, um, oh, just people keep congratulating me on that show. And, um, you know, I feel like this went off the rails. This is a real when, thing when this, that happened in his life. I is, didn't bring it up for... This is what, what happens when you riff. <laughs> I was just clarifying. I didn't make that up. This has been going for a long time, I feel like. I think this is Trump's um, America. This is Trump's America. You don't get to decide how much comedy happens in front of you. (laughs) In front of your face. Um, What? Everybody else saw it like an hour ago before we we even said anything. Yeah, you're He gets it a lot. I get it. He gets it a lot. A lot. I had this haircut before he did. He looks like me. He looks like me. He's older than me, but he looks like me. Get out of here. It's a great uh, show, nonetheless. It's very good. It challenges a lot of uh, issues about like male posturing and things like that, and a lot of issues in the black community, and I appreciate him greatly for it, but I'm getting a lot of shit. <laughs> okay, I feel like we can continue the show, right? <laughs> Is it I time? know how you feel. People are constantly confusing me for... Um, you know, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> All the time. Yeah? I just get it. Con- no, no. I was just dreaming. Oh, boy. You know, people come up to me all the time. Hey, you look like uh, Garfunkel from Garfunkel and Oates. They're like, Which one is Garfunkel? I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know. I just... I just They're just the first two white ladies I thought of. They're like, way. you're Heidi Klum, right? I, you, you look just like Heidi Klum, but... I don't know. I thought this was... Yeah, I do get that a lot, actually. Um, Heidi? Yeah, I get Heidi sometimes. <laughs> um, should we should we c- continue the show? I think it's time to continue the show. You guys ready to continue the should show? Should we bring the band back up? I feel music? like we're trying to bring, it, bring that band back on. I think it's, um, you know... <laughs> it's... What? I don't know. <laughs> oh, there, there it is. is. Oh, yeah. Everything's better now. It's, uh, what is this? Girl from Ebony? We ignore oh, yeah. what just happened. <laughs> No one long. ever heard it. All right, look. All right, look. Fuck what you heard. We're about to do some more comedy. I don't know Can who told you, you otherwise. But Are you ready for it? You guys ready for more? Tall and tan and young and lovely. The girl from Ebenema goes walking. And when she passes, each one she passes goes, ah. 
How you like it, Daddy? She walks as tired as Samba, swings so cool and sways so gently that when she passes, each one she passes goes, ah. How you like it, Daddy? Oh, but I watch her so sadly. Can't she do it from the front? Oh, you know what? They're not it's doing the changes. Shot. They're not doing the changes. They're not doing the changes. Three, It'd be too hard. Six, All right, you know what? Okay, let's bring up our next comic. Let's bring up our next comic. Yes, Guys, put your hands let's bring up our next comic. Yeah! The very funny lady. She's a writer on some e-cards. Yes! Met her in Atlanta. She's hilarious. Everybody make all the noise in your bodies for Ariel Alaya! People think that f people say Farah and I look alike. They they say that a lot. I'm usually dressed shittier, um, but they say that we <laughs> look alike. <laughs> I was standing back. I have to pee now. It was a whole thing. Um, I learned so much during Joe's set. That was so cool. Do you guys remember that? Like yesterday, <laughs> it was really cool. Um, uh, you guys are you guys are fantastic, and two of you know music history, so that was really neat. Um, that was really <laughs> <laughs> They're like 1200 AD, and I was like Gregorian chant. It's a Gregorian chant every time. Just play. It's three chords, like a John Mayer song. I don't know. I think he's very talented. Um, so I'm usually a little nicer. <laughs> That's a lie. I'm usually much meaner. Um, did you guys hear Donald Trump said the other day, he was like, the country's never been more divided. <laughs> we literally had a civil war. <laughs> Does he not know that we had a civil war? It makes a lot of sense if he doesn't know that we had a civil war, though. Doesn't, like, if he thinks that black people are still slaves, like, he's actually pretty progressive, if you think about it. <laughs> Or don't think about it and forget I ever said that part. <laughs> it's fine. Um, his transition is not going well. Um, that's like what all the papers are saying. They're like, it's not going smoothly. And he's like, it's going smoothly. It's kind of like in December when I say like my legs are smooth. It's like, you can cover it up all you want, but we know what's really going on there. <laughs> it's not, it's not good. Um, I, so I, I'm originally from Kentucky which surprises most people when they hear me speak, um, because when I, when I speak, I sound uh, like a human being. <laughs> New Yorkers are always thrown off by it. Uh, I'm super, I'm, I'm excited, I'm going back there next week for Thanksgiving, I'm very excited, because I get to see all of my friends and I get to see like who had kids on purpose this time. <laughs> it's exciting. My mom's really cool too. I, I like seeing my mom because our relationship has changed a lot. As we as I've gotten older, we've gotten much closer, and we can talk about like cool sex things now. Um, but she still responds like my mom. Uh, so like like the other day, I was like telling her about like giving my bo my boyfriend a blowjob, and she gave me this disgusted look. And I was like, what? Like I know like like you know where we're at. like I'm 27. Like come on. And she she just like she goes. It's just a lot of sodium, Ariel. <laughs> just drink two extra glasses of water. High blood pressure runs in our family. <laughs> I, have a, I have an older brother. 
who is very successful, which to be fair, my idea of successful is just like somebody who gets their hair cut on a regular basis. Um, but he's doing it. He takes good, it's, it's just, it's like $40. It's like I'm not gonna, I can't eat vegetables and get my hair cut. Like it's not gonna, I mean neither are happening, but I can't do, it's a lot to ask. Um, and I, I used to think that my, because my brother is so successful, I used to think that it meant that my parents loved him more. Um, I don't know if anybody else has that with their siblings where you're like, you don't feel like the favorite. Um, but then I realized it just means it's way easier for me to make my parents proud than it is for him. <laughs> the standards are so low for me. It's wonderful. Because last year for Thanksgiving, my brother decided to run a half marathon. I guess that's what like successful people do on their Thanksgiving breaks. They just like run half marathons because they're trying to prove something still. And uh, my the night before the race, my my brother and I ended up like staying up kind of late together, talking and like having this nice bonding moment. And so the next morning, uh, I, I I just like I wanted to support him, so I decided to drive him to the race and like go with him and watch. So the next morning, my parents were still asleep, and we snuck out while it was still dark, and I drove him to the race, and I drove him home, and he walked into the house first, and I heard my mom ask him, hey, how was the race? And he said, it was great. I finished in a personal best, which means he's done this before. <laughs> like, fuck you, Adam. What are you trying to prove? <laughs> and then uh, she, he, she said, that's great, but you, I need you to shower and then help me for dinner. And then I walked into the house and my mom looked at me and she goes, Ariel, you got up? <laughs> I am so proud of you. Look at you. <laughs> Gotta get a better job. <laughs> I have two jobs right now. One of them, I'm a dog walker, which is fun. Um, but one of the dogs that I walk is named Crosby, which is very awkward because most of the time people think I say Cosby. And that ends up in this like weird conversation. They're like, wait, did you just say that that dog's name is Cosby? And I have to be like, oh my god, no. But he will try to hump you, and he does not understand the word no. <laughs> but the similarities stop there. Now a big Cosby crowd. You think he did it? Me neither. <laughs> They're all lying. That's what we do. We're just after that money. My other job, I work with kids. That's terrifying. Uh, I teach cooking classes to children in private schools in Manhattan. It's a real job that I do. It's a real job. It's fun, though. I, get to, I, it's, I just go into these schools, and I teach kids how to tell their maids they're doing it wrong. <laughs> It's super, it's fine. They're, I mean, that's what it, they're rich. Like, they're very rich kids. They're, they're rich beyond comprehension. Like, I had never confronted that kind of rich before, right? Where, like, they're so rich, they enjoy the winter. <laughs> that's too rich. I remember last year, after winter break, uh, I saw that, I was like, hey, guys, how was your break? And this one little girl, she was like, Oh my God, Chef Ariel, <laughs> they're always twirling their hair because it's like filled with nutrients or whatever. She's like, Chef Ariel, we went skiing. Do you ski? <laughs> like, no, I have student loans. <laughs> I'm never going skiing. It's not in the cards for me. <laughs> I was a music major. You see how well that turns out. <laughs> Hey guys. <laughs> 
It's nice to meet you. I'm Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank you guys so much for doing the show. Thanks for, thanks for being nice. Oh, okay. No, nobody does this for a living. <laughs> um, no, we're all very poor. We all, we all have, we all have day jobs. It's okay. What do you do for during the day? You're a writer. <laughs> guys, are you single? No. Ooh. What does your girlfriend do? Oh, she supports you. That's cool. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. It's interesting being in these private schools every day because. Like, you can tell you're in a private school when the gym teachers are still physically fit. <laughs> That's not what they're supposed to look like. I don't know if you guys remember gym, but a gym teacher is supposed to look like he's never taken a gym class before. <laughs> or she. Women can be failures, too. <laughs> yeah. We have learned that. <laughs> not her. We let her down. As a country, we let her down. Not anybody in this room. I'm sure everybody in this room voted. <laughs> um, that joke gets meaner, so I'm not going to finish with it. <laughs> um, so I, I will tell you, I think, I think sometimes I'm just like, sorry, I'm a little mean sometimes just like as a defense mechanism. I don't mean it in any way towards any, but I mean, I mean it to some people, but most people, most of the time I don't, it's just, I, I mean, I think, I think mostly it comes from, from depression and that's my defense mechanism because I uh, struggle with depression as I think a lot of people do. Like I can't be the only smart one here. Like most of us, <laughs> I'm sure struggle with it. I was, I think part of it is living in New York city. I was depressed for the first two years that I lived here and I've lived here for one, um, but I kind of know what's coming. I think I think part of part of the depression came from my living situation. I think a lot of us can relate to that um, because my the first the first six months that I lived in New York, I lived in my grandmother's cousin's basement. No, I know it sounds creepy, but I mean it was. <laughs> I moved out because like I didn't get along with the guy very well. He's like in his sixties. We just like didn't see eye to eye on anything. And so yeah. I moved out, and when I moved out, I moved into a new neighborhood, and I did that thing that all women do when we move into new neighborhoods. I, say it with me, I looked up the sex offenders in my neighborhood. <laughs> you gotta know how scared to be. Um, and look, in my neighborhood now, it, it's fine. It was like the normal amount, like I live very close to a school. Um, but I decided, I looked up when I lived with him, I just like, for fun, because I know how to have fun, I'm a party girl, and I, found, I looked up his address, and a red flag came up. And I was like, oh, oh no. And I, I Googled him, and I read, I, read, I found the, the court case, the transcript, and I, I read the whole thing. And it turns out he is a convicted pedophile. My grandmother's cousin is a convicted pedophile. Different last name. Don't look it up. But different. He is a, he is a convicted pedophile, which, I mean... What a horrible way to realize you're getting older. <laughs> I know! I didn't find a gray hair. I found that the pedophile I lived with for six months didn't hit on me. You know what it is? It's not even that. It's not just that he didn't hit on me. That's that, okay, fine, I get it. I'm not everybody's type. I'm a little thicker. But for he not he all of my neighbors had to know by law, right? And it means that they saw me 
live there. They saw me move in. They looked at me and were like, she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be fine. All right, you guys, thank you so much. I think that's it. Make some noise! You can make more noise than that, guys. We got one more comment for you. Make some noise. Hey, hey, hey. I'm talking to a room full of adults. We got more energy than that. No, wait. Huh? Huh? I'm sorry. I'm still here, too. <laughs> All right, guys. Are you guys having a good time? You guys enjoying yourself? Having truly the best time of my life. This is so much fun. Uh, just an update. I used I did this show by myself for the first three months, and I am I'd like to officially welcome Farah on as my permanent co-host. How cool wow. is that? Wow! Who Hell knew yeah. I could feel joy? Right? And I do. I feel it. This is our uh, this is our second on stage date. How fun is that? It's true. It's true. We are uh. Just a strong comedy Maybe couple. give them some context. <laughs> uh, there is a show. There is a show called, uh, what is the show called? It's Rob's show. It's called it's We're All, all getting, getting Laid. Fucked. It's at the Creek in the Cave. Laid. <laughs> and it is a date show. So you do a set and then you have an onstage date. And Terrifying. We, we did that show and it was super fun. And now we're just rehashing Magnetic our... Magnetic chemistry. What rehashing our endless love for each other. Everyone's like... Okay, cool. All right, dude, we gotta get out of here. We got work in the morning. Okay, you guys ready for your last comic of the night? Last comic! I swear to God, if you make me He's come over there, oh, come over there. It's wonderful. I'm so excited. Are you guys ready for your last comic of the night? He's such a good friend of mine. He's an amazing comedian. Came all the way here from LA. Everybody, make all the noise in your hearts, in your minds, in your spirits, in your bodies for Carl for this fucking show. This has been such a good show. Give it up for Doya and Farah. Give it up for Theremin Effect, I think. Give it up for the band. They've been really fantastic all night. You never really get to perform with a live band as a stand-up comic. I feel like I'd kind of be remiss if I didn't like utilize you guys on stage. Are you guys like ready to be utilized? I feel like if I point to you, I'm going to need like a classic but um, punchline hit. Okay, that's good. Got that down. Uh, you, I would like like a real nice like funky slide baseline. Perfect. Just just the slide. Just the slide. Perfect. That's all I need from you. Um, I'm gonna need uh, the full. If I point to you, I would like the full solo from Van Halen's Eruption. Is that gonna be possible? I knew it, I knew it, I knew he knew it. I knew that he knew it. We didn't talk about this, but I just saw in his eyes. Okay, that's perfect for you. And then if I point to you, just do for Elise. Just that mournful, just that mournful. I'm talking real mournful. And that's it, boom. Okay, we're good to go. We're gonna start now. Um, I feel like this is gonna be a really good set. So you gotta be on it, you gotta be on it. Cause I feel like this is gonna be a really good set. There it is. There it is. See? Okay, let's not jump in on his shit. 
because he has his thing. And then don't step on him because he needs he needs that. Uh, the, the bassist always needs the most attention. They're like, I'm a critical part of this van. Uh, great to be here. I don't really have any Trump stuff to start out with. Um, I will say unequivocally that if at Trump's inauguration, Petey Plabo was the band, I'd be like, you know what? Let's give this guy a chance. Uh, I'm fucking on board the Trump Express right now. But that's not going to happen. We all know Petey Plabo is a libertarian. Uh, it's the gist of most of his records, if you listen. Um, no, yeah, I don't have Trump jokes. Obviously, I've been processing like everyone else. I think the one thing I'd say is that this, this only silver line there's going to be is that Trump is going to fucking hate being the president. Do you know what 70-year-old rich white guys who have been rich their whole life hate? Doing any work. So that's all I got on that. Uh, I will say, I think, like, just in general with American politics, I think the one thing that could really help the American political process, besides the campaign being, like, four times shorter, besides that, I think the thing that could really help would be politicians should not be allowed to wear suits. A suit is a powerful... A suit gives you, like, instant intellectual credibility. A suit is like a fucking British accent you can wear. <laughs> See, we're gonna need to get a little quicker on this, but uh, I still have hope going forward. It's just like, it's, it's, you see a regular guy talking, you're like, who the fuck's this guy? You see a guy in a fucking suit talking, you're like, his jacket matches his pants. He must know something we don't. <laughs> don't give the politicians, I did not point at you. Okay, you were reaching for your beer. I'm getting jumpy up here, I'm sorry. Um, quick test. You were drinking. Oh, God, you're drinking on the job. Okay, there it is. Um, I'm going to keep you on your toes, guys. Yeah, just, I don't know. Make them wear fucking, make politicians wear fucking cargo shorts. That's all I'm saying. Can you imagine that? Has anyone ever tried to lie to you wearing shorts before? You're like, I can fucking see your knees, bro. Get the fuck out of here with that tax policy. Okay, I'm done with political stuff. That very fine guitar solo ushering in a new era of my set where I stopped talking about politics and started talking about myself. Uh, I just turned 33. Thank you. Please hold the thunderous applause. Uh, the, the proper response for 33 is strained silence in a basement. That's the proper response. You guys nailed it. It's not a milestone. It's just there. I like it. I, my friends are getting weirded out as we all hit our mid-30s. I think 33 is a fucking cool age, you know? It's like old enough to know God is dead, young enough to still have neck acne. It's an exciting time. It's a pretty exciting time. I'm fucking into it. I fucking like it, you guys. Hot take. I like it. Uh, okay, that was a half-ass. Are you drinking and doing a bit? Okay, that was good. I, I can't be mad as someone who drinks and does their job because that's what I do all the time uh, as a stand-up comedian and a bus driver. No, I'm not a bus driver. Not a bus driver. I just threw that in. Um, I love drinking. Love drinking a lot. Now that I'm getting a little older, I'm getting into fucking wine. Because for some reason, like, as a society, we've decided that, like, wine is the dignified, a drunk, like, adult way to get drunk, you know? Who decide? Wh why is wine? Who is like, ah, yes, the drink that turns your mouth purple. The dignified way to drink. 
Who decided that? It's like, yes, yeah, so it turns your mouth purple and makes you sad. It's the adult way to go. I don't, it's like, okay, fine. But yeah, it's already been decided, so I'm just going along with it. Um, I fucking love wine because it like combines my two favorite things. Uh, getting drunk and pretending I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> you did, did you do one without me pointing at you? They're becoming sentient. It's okay. <laughs> I need to drink a lot of wine because uh, I made a pretty big decision recently and it's been an impact on my life in a major way. I stopped smoking weed, you guys. Yes, you're right, basement. Of that full of people whose faces I can't see. It was a terrible mistake. Um, I'm living in this nightmare now. A uh, nightmare of my own making. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I'm way less chill now. Uh, how do I know I'm less chill? Well, I've been watching a whole bunch of Frasier. That's how I know, guys. That's how I fucking know. Good enough for you? Like, way too much Frasier. And like, bringing it up at parties, like, in conversation. I'm like, yeah, it's like that episode where Maris is in town. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's all right. It's, all right. it's hard. I, I was a big stoner for a very long time. Uh, and then I'm just suddenly not anymore. And, and when that happens, when you're a, a big stoner forever, then you're not. You have to ask yourself some hard questions. The hardest which being, do I even like Frisbee? I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, I'm way less chill. Uh, it sucks. Uh, I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking pushing through though. You know, trying to main, maintain a positive outlook. Cause like, like, like I was saying, like a lot of my friends, you know, they're hitting their mid thirties and they're getting like really weird about it. You know, it's like this is too early for a midlife crisis. Like recently, my one friend was like, "Don't you wish that you could go back in time and knowing what you know now?" do high school all over again. And I was like, um, fuck no. <laughs> I've heard other people, I've heard people say that, like that would be a cool scenario. That would be the worst fucking thing ever. Can you imagine that? what that would really be like? Everything you've lived and experienced crammed back into a 17 year old's brain. Then you have to pretend to care about high school again. That would be insane. The people around you would be like freaking out about like math quizzes and like high school dances. You'd just be like, you kids ever seen a fucking cable bill? <laughs> of course you haven't. You'd be smoking, I'm pretty sure. You'd be like, this is geometry class. You'd be like, I do what I want. You'd be like a soldier back from war. You'd be like, I seen good men die. I think, I feel like that's good. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. It was a little too short for my taste, but thank you. Yep, yep, there it is, there it is. That's why, like, like, comedy will never be as cool as music. Like, him just doing that was better than any of my jokes. This is why comedy, comedy's weird, because, like, you, like, you, like, dedicate your life to, like, being good at comedy, but, like, you wake up every day knowing that just someone farting will always be funnier than anything you've ever written. Like, you could do comedy for decades, and someone falling down the stairs? That will be funnier than... Show me any fucking Richard Pryor, Chris Rock special. I will take, like, a chubby toddler falling down the stairs 
Any day, any day. And like, yeah, maybe they got seriously hurt. Still funny. You have to live with that every day as a comic, just waking up like, farts and stares, always gonna be better. Always gonna be fucking better. It's all right, it's all right, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, I got health insurance. For how long, who knows? I'm not gonna talk about Trump anymore. Um, what else? I was talking to my little brother today. My little brother is gay, he lives in San Francisco, and like, we'll talk on the phone, and like, I'll tell him about my relationship stuff, he'll tell me about his relationship stuff, and at some point during the conversation, he'll always say the same thing. He'll be like, well, you don't understand because you're not gay. And I'm like, yes, that's true. I'm not gay, but I am gay on paper. <laughs> I'm fit, I'm neat. I like white wine, interior design, shoe shopping, and house music. I pluck my eyebrows, and I was a theater major in college. <laughs> On paper, I am currently inside another man. Um, boom, there it was. He was so ready. He was like, I know this is coming. I know this is coming. It's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gay. Um, I just got out of a relationship uh, with a woman, and uh, it sucks when you're newly single, because you're kind of just like, ah, this again. Uh, you know, like, do I get back on Tinder? Or like, what is the move? Tinder, Tinder sucks. You guys have all been on Tinder. I'd say who's been on Tinder, but no one's ever like, right here. Uh, <laughs> we just have all seen it, and it's not great. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I want to get back on it. Like, Tinder, Tinder's like a, it's Tinder's like cleaning your bathroom. You know, you like put it off for a really long time. You're like, I don't need to do that. I can live with things as they are now. I don't need to do that. And then things get really bad and you're like, well, I guess I gotta do it. Uh, so you psych yourself up. And then like five minutes in, you're like, well, this is gross. So you stop and masturbate. Uh, <laughs> seems like both of those things are similar, similar approach. Um, I'll leave you guys with this, uh, because I think it's time. I, I feel like I haven't utilized you guys enough, but uh, just give me, give me the fear to least real quick. So beautiful. So beautiful. Um, you're ready to go. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have that much time, guys. I wish this could all be bass slides and fucking drum hits, but uh, the one thing I want to do is, okay, that was totally, I did not ask for any of that. Okay, off the reservation. You're done for now. Uh, just give it a rest for a sec. Drink your beer. Um, no, I do have to end. I, I wanted to tell you about this, because this was recent. Uh, so, like, have you ever, like, woken up, and you have, like, great ideas in the morning, and you're like, ah, these ideas are so good. I'm so smart. And then you, like, immediately forget those ideas. Has that happened to you? That was happening to me, like, all the time. Like, I would wake up, and then it was just out of my head once I fully woke up. So I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm so smart, I'm gonna fucking get a notebook, I'm gonna put it right next to my bed, and then when I wake up, I'm gonna write down all my morning ideas, and then I'll have them, and they'll like enrich my life in ways I can't even imagine. So that was my plan. I bought a notebook three months ago. It's been sitting next to my bed for three fucking months. It only has one thing written in it. I don't remember writing it. All it says is, Every time you have to look up how to spell McConaughey, he gets stronger. 
That's my time. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Diane and Farah. Thank you, musicians. You can do all the things. Everybody do it. You know what? That's technically the end of the show, but there's not another show after this, right? Nope. Oh, oh dude. let's just talk for an hour. <laughs> we could fuck around for a minute. We could fuck like, around please for like a Please don't. Minute. Please leave the stage. Who's got to work tomorrow? Everybody, I hope. It's a when no? It is a Wednesday, isn't that's it? That's awesome. You know what? I'm on a, I work freelance, so I never have to work. Freelance. I never have to work. I also never what get to freelance? work. It's <laughs> what, what, what do you freelance? I'm a carpenter. I work carpentry as a. I'm a car Why is that funny? What is that? I mean, it is like. Any doing... any person that tells me freelance, I'm like, oh, you have rich parents. Oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Good to know. No, I just have a college degree that I am not using. <laughs> yeah. I think that goes. Oh for wait, all of that's, us the, here that's the easily. same thing, right? <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Hey, um, wh what you guys, what you guys thinking? What do you guys feel? What do you guys want to do? Dance party? How do you guys want to close this show? Y'all want to? You want a dance party? Yeah! Yeah, y'all want to play for a minute? Yeah, hell yeah! Let's um. Song. How about a little reggae and E? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this is. This is my dance. Dude. I don't know what that is. This is a. Uh, Oh, dude. Now find your partner. <laughs> oh. Round and round. Everybody find a partner and uh. The show's over. The show's over, baby. Guys, the thank show, you so much for coming out. It's been the best night of our lives. It's been over for a minute. We'll be here next month. December 21st is the next show. I'll be here apparently. I'll be here. Thank you. Maybe these guys will be here. It's December 21st, third Wednesday, Wednesday of every month from now Give until forever. Give it up forever. for the band. They really made it.
party is held monthly at Union Hall in Brooklyn, New York. Live sound, recording, and mixed by Alex Nahas, produced by Good Orbit. Dress. Contest, nice to be in orbit.